fucking monsters. <laughs> Mics are hot. Mics are hot. Welcome to 91 Octane. I am John. I'm Randy. And on today's episode, we are back at it from a week in Vegas. Mm-hmm. We're going under the hood to cover your headlines, of course. We'll do a SEMA wrap-up, talk about a few things about SEMA that we didn't talk about in our specials. Go check those out. And we'll end on the Time Machine Q&A, which is a mystery to Randy as well. Nice. But I'll kick it off with the headline. The Civic Type R yes. might be dethroned as the MSRP champ by in 2024. Oh, in 2024. In 2024. By the Nissan Z? By the Integra. Integra Type R. What? So now, so, okay, I, I could only find this on one headline one article on forbes now forbes, forbes reputable media source yes but mm. for vehicles not so much not so much maybe not that i have any proof of them not telling truths but they are saying that the integra will be released with a hybrid engine okay they believe it'll be the 1.5 liter turbo in the current civic with a hybrid unit to increase the power to about 220. Okay. Right on the on the base Integra. Base Integra 220. And in a year, they expect a full EV version to mm. be released. Okay. And they expect a Type R Integra released uh for 2024. Um they don't know the power plant but yeah. they're saying they're expecting 300 horsepower turbo, which is a Civic Type R right. power plant. Right. But they're expecting that to be a hybrid as well. Hybrid. Well, that's what the NSX is currently, right? Yeah. So they're probably hybrid. leveraging. So they're leveraging technology more from the NSX mm-hmm. than from the Civic Type R. So it looks like it is going to be a bit of a different, more advanced car. Yes. Than the Civic Type R, which yes. makes it a little interesting. It does make that more interesting. And if it's not a Type S and it is a Type R, yeah. how much does that change things? As dumb as that is, it changes it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that letter makes some, a world of difference, I would say. I think so, too. Like When I saw it, like my eyes opened, yeah. and I immediately started searching for information through my normal car sources, mm-hmm. and I couldn't find anything that supports a lot yes, of this. Right, right. Um, but like I said, it is Forbes. It's a reputable source, mm-hmm. maybe just not for automobiles. Yes. So, I took this with a grain of salt, but mm. I was also excited about it. So it'd yeah. be nice to get a Type R. So is the NSX Type uh, S and regular, is it all-wheel drive then? I, yeah, I believe it is, yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. So that would imply that this potentially could be the same situation. It could. And it might. They're expecting the base version to start at 35. Base to start at thir- base Integra at 35. Yeah, which means at that At the it- 220 horse... Yeah. 1.6T plus a hybrid electric. Okay. That's At 45K type R, maybe? A 45 to 50K type R. It would have to be all-wheel drive. It has to be all-wheel drive. At the, at that price level, yes. it has to be. Yes. If it's a $45,000 Integra type R that is FF. 
FF or all wheel drive. All wheel drive makes sense. What yeah, I'm saying is, yeah. if it's FF, if it's do you, F- you do you do you? I mean, that's expensive. That's expensive. I'm a real wheel drive like dreamer and conversion. Like, right? I, I don't think I'll go back. Oh, you'll never go back to FF. Not maybe a daily, but not anything that I consider fun. Okay. Unfortunately, yeah, I just it doesn't. Just it wouldn't make sense that those. If this is correct about the base Integra starting at thirty five. I imagine the Type R would land forty-two to forty-five. Right. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good. That's it. But that's a lot of money. So I would expect there to be all-wheel drive. I mean, unless they're gonna go all out with the luxury side of things, which in that case, why make a Type R? Yes, agree. Yeah, it's supposed to be a performance car. So, Tough. but in a week, actually, uh. A few days on the 11th of this month, a few days from when this goes live, they're going to unveil the Integra prototype. They are next week they already? They are next week. They're going to unveil the prototype. It's going to be uh, a pretty close version of what we can expect in 2023. And it'll be live streamed on Acura's website at 830 Eastern time on November 11th. Ooh, that's good. 2021. That's yeah, yeah. We got something to look forward to next yeah. week. Yeah, post SEMO, we got some fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little surprised that they didn't maybe try to shrink a week on that and take it to SEMA. You think so? Yeah, like that would have been a huge deal. Yeah, it would have been better than Keith Urban's car. <laughs> <laughs> and their booth this year was not anything to get nah. ex- there was no car like wow like last year the s800 was in the in the booth yeah 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 and that wowed me and then they had the classic em1 um i forgot was it a hot wheels em1 uh yeah i think so Civic em1 yeah and this time they just wanted to sh- i mean the they nsx had- was nice but yeah it wasn't nothing, anything wild nothing wild nothing. but yeah i don't think they had any significant announcements at sema does it make more sense to have a big announcement online or do it at SEMA? Online solo or do I it mean, at SEMA? I mean, SEMA would be on. You could do it online exactly. and SEMA. Exactly. Right? That's so what that's I why thinking. I was like, why not shrink it a week and yeah. do it at SEMA? Maybe that maybe it was already like impossible to get the logistics right. But mm. just seemed like seems like a missed opportunity. I would. Well, for us, especially. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. I would have loved to see it. Yes. Probably wouldn't have been able to see it. It would have been like packed the entire mm-hmm. time we were there. But but that would have been the car of the show. Oh, for sure, man. If that can't if. Well, I mean, they'll probably be tight lipped on the announcement anyway. They're not going to really tell us what the actual production version and all that, be stuff. And all that yeah. stuff unless I mean that it's an opportunity for Forbes to be like, hey, we were right. Mm-hmm. It's a little interesting they got this all this info. But anyway, it looks like we might get a Type R, which I'm very excited about. It looks like you are too. Ah, uh, that excites me. An all-wheel drive, over 300 horsepower, all-wheel drive Integra Type R would be exciting. But like I said, it might dethrone the Civic Type R as the MSRP champ. So. Or they're both MSRP. Like co-champs? Yeah, yeah, co-champs. <laughs> both gold medalists? Overpriced or just, yeah, whatever. Anyways, yeah, it's yeah. too much. Anyway, yeah. let's get into our next headline. So the next one is actually um, Type R focused. Okay. So we, on the way, on our drive home from SEMA, I had told you that there was an Integra Type R sedan for sale. Right. On Bring a Trailer. Yeah. 
it was in a 38k mile range is that that's what i told you right 60k 60,000 kilometers on the odometer right right so that's around 38k it closed at twenty eight thousand two hundred fifty dollars do you think it sold or was it under reserve i think it sold it did not sell it did not sell yeah it was that was under reserve for this seller do you get to find out what the reserve was no 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 what yes i think that seller's tripping yeah, I could I could agree with that because I mean, are the four doors just as desirable as the two? Not doors? at all. Right. That's, far less. Far, yeah. far less. That's yes. what I figured. Yeah. You can barely there's barely any four door conversions out here, let alone, you know. Yeah. Um. So you just know it's just not desirable. What do you think? What do you estimate the market for a coupe? A coupe right, right now, now. Coupe type R. Jeez, well, well, with that mileage, are you talking about with that same exact mileage? Let's just say. Let's just say same year, same mileage. Forty. That would be in the bring a trailer era that we're in today with inflation. Yeah, it's a fifty to sixty k car. Whoa. Yeah. Really? It is. It is. Wow. So what? If this guy was expecting thirty to forty for the sedan. I mean, pre-COVID, the Type R's were in the mid And I might 20s. still be in pre-COVID numbers, and that's yeah. why I think that the reserve, he's dreaming about his reserve. Pre, pre, um, yeah, pre-inflation, pre, uh, what, uh, stimulus, pre-stimulus, it was in the 20s already. I was thinking 25 was a good reserve for that car. Yeah. Again, it's pre-COVID. So... Damn, I mean if you're if you're talking a coupe at that mileage is fifty to sixty. Yes. Yeah, I mean two an extra two doors doesn't merit half off. That's correct. <laughs> yes. It you should know, be in the forties to fifties then. Maybe right? yeah, I guess right, if that's right. If your fifty to sixty estimate correct. is right. That's right. That sounds man, damn, that's just three or four years ago. You could have had a Type R for like twenty five. Just in February twenty twenty, we could have had a February uh, Type R uh, coupe for twenty five. Damn. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. That's so sad, man. It is sad. It is a sad time. Yeah, and this um, bring a trailer shit ain't helping. It's not, but it's just adjusting for the inflation. Ultimately, is what it is. People's stimulus money is going to these kinds of things is my guess if you had a four-door type r that you were selling on bring a trailer what would the reserve be for me um let's say i bought it pre-covid right i would sell if i if i was really serious about selling it maybe 30 to 35k i'd okay. want that much for it so it just if, missed if i bought it at well if i oh well his mileage is low so i probably would have bought it in the high 20s pre-covid given the mileage right it's technically more rare because it is the sedan yeah but although less desirable yeah so there you go like right rare is only good if it leads to more desire correct correct so so if it was high 20s i would want mid to high 30s i guess at this point in time yeah that makes sense yeah i think that's fair but that's still yeah pretty pretty aggressive but that yeah I mean, yeah, I guess all those cars have increased in value, mm -hmm. even inflation aside. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Damn, that's crazy. I know.
I still don't know. Do you, did you were you able to see what that Geo Metro sold end up selling for? Eighteen thousand two hundred dollars. Fuck man. Yes. Of course, and, that, and so of course twenty five thousand for a Type R sounds like nothing when you say it's that. It's dumb. <laughs> yeah. That's what somebody paid for a Geo Gosh, Metro, dude. Eighteen thousand for a brand new Geo Metro. Yeah. For what? Uh, that's reason? more than what they cost new. Yeah, bro. <laughs> you're right. I think you're right. Yeah. I actually think you're right. So. I guess it's kind of adjusted for inflation. Oh, my God. I hope Chevy bought it. Yeah. yeah yes. But anyway, let's get into our next headline. Randy, the future will not have touchscreens. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh, oh, how yeah. will you navigate? New BMWs th- will no longer come with touchscreens. Oh, OK. And this is due to the chip shortage. Right. So because oh, of the chip shortage, they don't want to hold up these cars. Uh-huh. So what they're doing is they're now selling the same cars with the same infotainment systems, but they won't have touchscreen functionality. Does will, that even matter to me? It doesn't. But I know to a, some people it does basically discerning BMW buyer. I think the most mainstream BMW buyers is going to want like touch cutting edge everything. Well, but their screen is mounted like kind of on the dash, like far back, right? Not like Tesla, where it's within. Reach. Oh no, it's within reach now. Oh, it's still yeah. within reach. Yeah, now everything. In the new is, ones. Yeah, not in the new ones. Everything's more within mm. reach. Yeah. But they're gonna have to use that little dial, like you've seen Ooh, me use. Oh gosh, yeah, that's the worst. That yeah. thing sucks, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I don't know. It's it's kind of hard. Hmm. Yeah, I guess a directional pad. I think once you get used to it, it's fine. Okay, okay. A directional pad with like a enter might be better. Yeah, but I don't know. I think you, get, I think you get used to it. You do get, used yeah, to you it? do get used to it. It doesn't bother me much. Okay, okay. you can navigate stuff pretty easily. Uh huh. But now you know there, there's uh, the current three series, the current four series, uh, new four series Grand Coupes. Current Z4 and the current X5, X6, and X7s are all affected. Wow. Yeah. Everything. Everything pretty much across the board. With no chance to upgrade in the future to a touchscreen. That did, it wasn't mentioned, but I I don't know. I, that seems like a very expensive job for not a lot of payoff. Yeah. But I guess if somebody true. wants it, maybe they can do that in the future. That's so interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's a hardware-driven I mean, thing. Yeah. I, I don't imagine that you can just plug in a chip. Or Correct. maybe you can figure out how to do something like that. They're not going to do it. No, yeah. No. Nah. Wow. That's so nuts. they're giving a $500 like rebate to people who ordered these cars and now oh. can't get them with. That's nice. Yeah, at least they're giving something back. Yeah, you know, I'd say that's pretty yeah. cool. I don't, I, mean, I don't really consider it a deal breaker, but it is going a bit backwards for sure. Yes, that's unfortunate. Yeah, but anyway, what's our next headline? Next headline. Um, not only do you now have wireless charging for your phones, you may have wireless charging for your cars. Oh yeah. Where um, Toyota patented some design where they have two cars sitting side by side with what looks like an electric bolt like sharing electricity uh, next to each other so that you could potentially so you can charge from another car from one car to another car yeah kind of like yeah. how with our phones we can charge our headphones from our phone that's right um i i don't know if i see a lot of value in this or is there something i'm missing john what do you think i don't know 
I don't understand exactly how you're going to pull it off because if you're getting powered by another car, mm-hmm. that means you're depleting that car's power. Correct. So it sounds like a feature that a person would have to opt in for, like right. let other people pair, mooch pair. electricity. You've, you've got to pair your, pair your, your cars. cars. Yeah. yeah. Maybe for a tow or like a f- like quick quick boost to get me to the gas station. Uh, Charging station? Yeah, may, may, maybe. Is that the logic? I mean, I, is there I, any I, other scenario that you could think of for for this feature? To be honest, I don't think the power, the car to car power thing, is as cool as like the car to other things, right? Mm. Like if it can if it can charge your phone. Like yeah. your phone, po- your phone stays in your pocket, but it's being charged by the car, whatever. Yes. Yeah. Or it's powering other devices mm-hmm. or like the overlanders. Right. Yes. It's, it's, oh, yeah. You know, it's providing power for them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in whatever way. Right. I yep. mean, in that case, it would probably be sockets. But yes, um, I don't necessarily I don't know what it, what is behind this. I don't know how 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 useful it would be. It's almost a way roadside assistance makes sense. I That's guess. about as good as I can really think. I of think off if, the you're, cuff. if you're if you're thought if you're if you were getting into the sci fi of things, right? Um, maybe it makes sense if there's like you know built in grids like grids are built into streets. Yeah, and yes. cars can now charge mm-hmm. while, while they're driving. driving. Yes. But Maybe part of it does include um, two cars charging each other while moving. Which makes it even more baffling, right? Because yeah, like, I, I guess. Yeah, like I guess if, if I would like say we were driving across country, right? Yeah. And you're for some reason you're out of juice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I can I can like slow down and like charge you as you drive so we can both get to the next station and this situation would never happen yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, not, yeah happen you're right yeah, we're yeah. trying to we're reaching we're reaching we're definitely reaching yeah but i know toyota's been working a lot on vehicle to vehicle and vehicle to device charging charging oh okay so i know ford kind of did some of this stuff with their lightning mm-hmm. kind of to support job sites yeah. or whatever yeah so i guess it's similar to that okay but i'm finding it i don't know i don't i don't know the the short-term vision for this technology uh-huh maybe long term there's something that we're not thinking about like i said like built-in charging to streets that would be cool yeah that would be the ideal situation but yeah i, I, I don't know we'll see yeah i guess we'll see yes but next headline, so I already mentioned him. Keith Urban stole the show Yes, at Ford at the unveiling. Uh-huh. Do you remember what they were actually unveiling? Uh, like what we were supposed to be really excited about? Well, the F100 uh, EV conversion? Not, not exactly, with, but this is kind of – I started thinking about how, what kind of a poor job it was. They were promoting the Illuminator, which was the motor in the F-100. The F-100. Correct. Yes. But they spent almost no time on that. Yes. Yeah. Right. It was all yeah. Keith Urban, his free guitar, and... Jay Leno did the announcing. Yeah. Doing a joke. Yeah. And then and then they said, here's the F-100. Yes. But uh, Ford now has put out a 281 horsepower crate motor mm-hmm. that you can order today. Oh, today? Today for $3,900. That's a 3,900, 280 horsepower EV motor. EV motor. And you could get two 
and pair them together for 480 horsepower and 634 pound-feet of torque. They didn't even talk about this. Right? Right? This wasn't mentioned at all. Although we didn't go into the booth after the fact. Yeah, but, I mean, we saw the presentation. Yeah, we definitely saw the presentation. And I would have expected these notes to be a part of that, but they weren't. And this is way more exciting. Although, it's really just the motor. Like, there's no accompanying anything. Oh, yeah. So, you have to know what you're doing. You have to know what you're doing. Which is not a lot of people right now. Correct. Correct. um, In order to do this. But, it is a very, very cost-effective method of, you know, it's a brand new car. Like, a brand new... A brand new engine that'll give you 480 horsepower and 634 foot-pounds of torque. Or let's take it down to just the single one. 280 horsepower. Yeah. Electric motor. For 3,900. 3,900. That's not too bad. Yeah. I would say. For new technology? For new tech. I probably would have expected it to be more. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, They're saying they're going to offer more parts in the future. Mm Mm-hmm. But I think they would probably do a lot better to do like a ready to go kit, kind of like the electric GT guys. Oh, where you get you get batteries. If yeah, you, want. you get the com- the inverter, the mm-hmm. ECU, mm-hmm. Yeah. like all that stuff. So yes. you don't really have to figure a lot of that out. Right. But it looks like you're you're gonna have to now. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure there's plenty of people that know what they're doing that might make use of this. Right. But I mean, I'm sure they're trying to get like hot rodders, which is the garage guys, the mm-hmm. DIY guys, mm-hmm. to do this. Yeah, and I don't know that there's enough information out there to. They're just to isn't. make use of this specifically, so they should be they should be offering that. You know? Right. What right. transmissions can you use and all that, or is there a transmission? Like, how does it there all is, work? Right. Isn't. Yeah. I mean, there has to be. You hook up your axles to the actual uh, unit. How do you go? It's a single gear. Oh, so it just goes forward and backward. The motor just goes forwards and backwards. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, then uh, there you go. So you <laughs> just crazy. need the ECU. But why yeah. wouldn't they give you that? Correct. Exactly. That's yeah. why it's confusing. Yeah. Yeah. So, huh? That's cool. Yeah. I think that's kind of interesting. It is. No, it is. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I w- I don't know what all in what a swap like this would cost if just those motor pieces cost. Because the, the real cost are the batteries, Correct. right? And it's all about range is what it's, you're going to be asked about your batteries. Not if you're a hot rodder. Well, your limit. what's your limit on your cost to – and your, your – what am I saying? Your money in your pockets will limit your range essentially because the batteries cost so much. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Well, we'll see when that – I'm kind of waiting for that battery technology to improve. And uh-huh. then maybe we can consider doing some of this stuff. Yes. For now, we'll leave it to the ballers. Okay. Next headline. Okay, my final headline. Toyota, we talked about last week as potentially reviving the MR2. They are currently looking for the third brand under, like, a sports car trifecta. So we know they have the Supra. We know um, they've got the G uh, 6 So how much better does the Celica name fit within that trifecta versus the MR2? Because they're also considering... The Celica instead. Uh huh. I would probably go with the MR2. You would still go with the MR2? Mm-hmm. Celica had seven generations. Yeah. But I guess it's just MR2 not... only had three. Yeah, but it's I guess they were really good generations okay. on the MR2's part. 
okay. compared to the Celica. Yeah, just not memorable on the Celica side. Yeah, things, huh? I, I wouldn't say not really. I mean, you were part of that community, so yeah. yeah. I mean, I had only picked two out of the seven generations to own. Yeah, there you go, right? So, And you're a Celica guy, so... Yes, in the closet. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> probably yes. the MR2. MR2, yeah. you think, is more of a... You were thinking probably the Celica? Um, it might pluck out my heartstrings. It might catch more people that were into the Celica oh. because of the name. Okay. It was a broader and better selling car overall. So if you were looking at it from that marketing perspective, maybe that's a stronger brand name. But um, ultimately, it's about the package. Yeah, I think if you know the Celica, you know the MR2. Yeah, absolutely, because you kind of cross shop them. Yeah, one just had better, you know, the M- mid mid engine setup and um versus and it was more sporty, which is the MR2. Yeah, or the Celica, you conceded a little bit and you had a you know back seats. It was FF in most of the generations, not all. Celica Supra was a FR, I believe. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Now that you think about it a little more, I don't know. I don't know which one you take. But the 80s Celicas were nothing. They're like you're not memorable at all, essentially. Yeah. That's a whole mean, decade. I mean, even like the later ones. Yeah. The last one and the, the Ford they weren't they weren't light one. Yeah, they weren't bad. But I feel like the MR2 always still had a little more desire mm. behind it. OK. Then did the Celica did, did the Celicas have did the newer Celicas have turbo versions? No, no. Okay, not at all. the MR two did. Yes, they were pure NA one point eight liters. Okay, yeah. Wait, no. In the last gen, the last gen, the last gen. What was, were the difference between? So they just had different motors. The base. They had one the and, same motors. Okay. So the last gen, the Celica had a base and a GTS. Okay, and the GTS. The GTS was one hundred eighty horsepower in a one point eight liter on the same motor. On the same motor, but it was, and then the base Celica was 138 horsepower on a 1.8 liter, um, lower compression, not tuned, etc. You can't just do like a head swap and get it to be a GTS motor, right? The same base motor went into the MR2 Spider, not the GTS motor, the lower horsepower motor. So the GTS the motor is just a high compression version. Um, of the I'm base sure there's one? more to it. Uh, okay. Oh, it's got their equivalent of VTEC, VVTLI. Oh, okay. So it has that, the lift, okay. variable valve lift, um, et cetera. So there's a lot of swapping of the GTS motor into the MR2 Spider chassis. Right. That's a nice Well, I guess there's thing. that to consider, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that Spider, I mean, I, I was not fond of it when it came out. No, I, I don't was know. A lot fond. of people were. Yeah, and it doesn't. I don't have any desire to own one. They're yeah, I mean they make great track cars. They do. Apparently, yeah. But yeah, no, I've never really. Mm-hmm. It's it's always been the and for me it's actually only when been one generation of MR2. Correct. I didn't like the one prior to it. Right, and that was only a ninety like three to a ninety eight. Yeah, so there isn't a lot. Yes, but then you know. How many generations? Oh, 90, of, sorry, ninety-one to ninety-five. How many generations MR2? of Supra were there? Um, that one was ninety-three until two thousand two in Japan. Ninety-eight for us, right? And the the MR two, sorry, the Mark two Spider was in yeah ninety-one to a ninety-five in the states. 
Right. But like I said, I bet like I guess my point is there weren't that many generations of the Supra. Correct. So that's not really gonna come into play at you know favorably for the Celica. Yes, you're right. You're right. To as a as an argument for using the Celica name. Right. Correct. Right. Right. It's all about really the design and the package that you get out of it. Isn't it? Is it Celica or Celica? Canadians call it Celica. I always call it Celica. Okay. I don't know how the Japanese say it. I th- I, I don't, don't want to try. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Celica. Yeah, but I think it'll definitely probably be the MR2 before, definitely probably uh-huh. be the MR2 <laughs> before the Celica. Okay, okay. They'd probably bring the Celica back as a like like a crossover, like the Eclipse. Oh <laughs> man, they should. Oh okay. man, that would hurt a so sporty, much. A sporty uh, SUV. Yeah, maybe that would work. Maybe just, just yeah. do it. Just do it. Yeah. Yeah, But anyway, those are our headlines for the week. Mm -hmm. This week, we wrapped up SEMA. We did. So it's time for a SEMA wrap-up. Okay. Nice. (laughs) Reverse the words there. Uh, You want to kick us off on that, Randy? I know you got some notes. Yeah. So um, I did some reflecting while we were at the show. And uh, one of of the surprises for me – was just the overall crossing over of brands um, amongst the hot rodders and the tuners and the this and the that. Yeah. So one of the um, from one of our SEMA specials, I mentioned that I was surprised to see a lot of carbon fiber on muscle cars. Right. Which was great. And that's cool. You know, I love that crossover, like embracing of each other's technologies. Right. Thing. The other surprise came when I saw a Camaro sponsored by Nankang Tires. Right. A, it was like a 70s Camaro. I don't know my Camaro. It was a four-headlight one. So it was... Uh, yeah, I don't know my Camaros. Okay. It was surprising for me because growing up in Detroit, that would almost be like sacrilegious. Really? It feels like, yes. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. If you don't like have Mickey Thompson's on there or any uh, reputable tire brand. Right. American it, tire yeah, brand. Yeah, it just yeah. seems like China is the, an- I mean, Japanese used to be the anti-American brand. Right. But China truly is that today. Currently, yeah. Currently, that's yeah. why it threw me off. I think Nankangs are Chinese, right? Uh, I could be wrong. I, I, maybe yeah, they're I, Korean. And while you look that up, yeah, I was just going to say, like, yeah, th- um, that crossover was surprising, but I'm happy. You know, I'm happy that there's an embracing of, like, a brotherhood of cars um, and car people and car parts and whatnot. Um, are you finding it? No. Not yet. So there was definitely a lot of that. Um, in addition, John, the uh, – the Im- go ahead. Taiwan. Taiwan. So that's Chinese adjacent. Yeah. Not China, but Chinese. Adjacent. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's Chinese, essentially. So, yeah. I yeah. mean, they're their own country. They're know? their own country, yeah. but uh, split off in a free country. Yeah. From the communist China. Right. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, still from that region. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still not Japanese. <laughs> yes. Um, the other thing was the embracing by the American muscle cars of EV. Yeah, that was surprising. That was I really mean, it, it was surprising. very black and white from 
our last live one in 2019, which was 2019 yeah yeah to now with the with ev yes i mean I think we we said that EV was the Supra of of SEMA this year. Correct. Yes, right. Yeah. It was everywhere, and it was all American muscle cars. Yes. You were you were trying to inquire about How, maybe some JDM yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was in the is in the works with some of these companies, and most were not really. I get why. There's a lot more space to to put batteries in right. a big muscle car for sure. Yeah. So and that's the bigger demographic in this in this country. Yeah. Right. As far as aftermarket performance, people, it's they all people love their Americans love their muscle cars. So I get that. Um, it's a little weird for me because those cars, a lot of those cars don't require smog anymore, right? Pre-70, yeah. 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 And a lot of the cars that we saw were of that era. Right. So why bother? Like, yeah. Why bother? <laughs> you know, you know, keep the ice. And now yes. those are the first cars to get. The but EV. you're right. Because yeah. they're bigger. Yeah. It's a little easier to get away with some of this stuff. Right. Like we had that. We saw that big um, the batteries on the actual electric motor. Right. From one of the providers. Although they don't need a lot of space because the C10 that we saw, it was the the hood bay area engine bay area was completely free and it still had a truck bed yes it was yes. a small piece of the bed that they took mm -hmm. to house stuff but i mean it looked like for the most part like they almost just took out the engine and that's all they did again it goes it boils down to range so right. depending on how much range you want that's how many batteries you throw on there yeah that's true um but yeah so evs was the other like embracing that i i came to appreciate with um with the uh SEMA 2021. Yeah, for sure. No, I did too. I mean, I wasn't expecting it. I guess I should have. Like in hindsight, it's like, okay, it's pretty obvious. That's yes. kind of where things are going. Right. But I didn't think it was going to be this much of SEMA. Yes. Now, it could be that a lot of the normal ice players were just gone. Right. And that's why it seemed like EV had a yeah. bigger presence. EV mm -hmm. had a bigger presence in general just because people are investing in it more. But, yes. I mean, it was crazy empty at sema it this was year. crazy empty this year and not even just sema like all of vegas felt that way that's definitely true also i didn't feel crowded on the street i didn't feel like oh yeah you know even the night i mean i know it was a weekday when we went to in and out it was yeah empty empty the, that whole area was empty the bars yeah the the uh, irish pub was yeah, like, never open. like i never i never once like tap shoulders with anyone <laughs> except on the train getting on and off the oh train. yeah that was so anxiety inducing yeah, yeah. the monorail yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 that was it the monorail was uh -huh. the only spot where you were kind of sardined a little bit yeah but, but other than that everything else was very open yes and i you know actually that was one of my talking points was like i know that you know there was 60 only 60 percent of 2019's vendors showed up this year 60%. Yeah, so 20 instead of 2500 in 2019, it was only 1400 this year. Wow. That's not 60%, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah, don't quote me on those numbers. <laughs> Nonetheless, that was around where we were at with vendors. Right. But I'd also say it's nicer to have the space. It was much nicer to like have even though we didn't use it cuz right. we didn't know completely the first day. Yes. Like you walked enough and you mm -hmm. found a giant like seating area, yeah, which yeah. there wasn't any in 2019. Correct. There was nowhere yes. to sit. Yes, yeah, yeah. And then now it was like every certain 
you know, hundred feet or so. Yeah, there's you had tables, a section of tables or and park seats. benches. Yeah, that was not definitely park not. benches. That's yeah. right. They had park <laughs> benches. Yeah, but they also stretched into the new hall. Which we didn't even walk into. Right. And maybe so they're also spreading out a little bit more because they have the space to spread out now. Yeah. So it, it would have probably been more comfortable than 2019 either way. Correct. Yes. Cause, but yeah. but now that they had a le- less of a turnout, yes. it was even more dramatic. Yes. So only the purists went. Right? Only the purists. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Let's say it. Let's put it that way. Uh-huh. So, um... What did I paste in my notes? Um, So I guess one of the other questions I had for you is what advice would you give your future self who's mulling over going to SEMA 2022? Um, If your job, and I imagine this is not a lot of the SEMA attendees, but if you are a like nine to five desk worker, uh huh. Most of the time, um, definitely go on some walks like two months prior <laughs> to SEMA, yeah, yeah, and just get your feet used to walking. Walking, I like. I completely ignored that from last year okay. to this year. Okay, just and it w- It's just no matter what. Like even if you have kind of the energy and the comfort. Mm-hmm. To do it, mm-hmm. your feet just fucking kill you. Yeah, they do. After a while, it's <laughs> like oh, I want to get off my feet. Uh huh. Um, I mean, you posted a picture of your feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I posted to me after the first day. I yeah. had to, man. Yes. It was just, yes. it was just ridiculous. Yep. Like, uh, the pain. So I would say, kind of get used to that. Build Don't go up. in new shoes. Bu- build up to yeah, it. Yeah, build mm-hmm. up to it. You know, mm-hmm. you get some comfortable shoes. Mm-hmm. Definitely put comfort over looks in okay. this case, for sure. Uh, stay hydrated, stay which hydrated. is hard to do. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're in a booth, maybe not so much. Yeah. But if you're like media and walking around and right. stuff, it's a pain in the ass to walk around with a bottle. And in some cases, those bottles get shit talked. <laughs> yeah, like mine, <laughs> which people thought was they thought it was a dildo. Well, we got to tell the story. <laughs> okay. So yeah. you have this bottle, which is like an expanding, like accordion bottle. Yeah, made of rubber. Made of rubber. Yes, and um, it's orange, phallic color. Yes, very, very like like a pink hue. Yeah, like pinkish hue to it. It's a or it's a but it's orange. It's a it's from Hawaii. Okay, a ho- hotel in Hawaii. So it has a tropical orangey light pastel and you color. had it on a, like a small carabiner correct it came with that and then and you had it hooked up to your belt loop correct and we were leaving it was i the, think the shelby's, shelby's the super performance section yes yes and i hear i'm i'm walking away i'm not really looking but i hear behind me a guy say oh my wife has one of those <laughs> yeah. that's what he said right yes yes, yes and sorry. i didn't think he was talking to us uh-huh, uh-huh. uh but then he chimes in with but hers vibrates. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I turn around and he's pointing at you. And yes, I'm like, oh, yes. I, I know exactly what he's talking yeah. about, dude. And 
that was a good one. Yeah, for sure. And I will commend a good joke. Oh, for sure. So, I mean, he picked the right people to fuck with. Yes, absolutely. I imagine some people would probably be like, "Oh, what the what the fuck are you talking yeah, about?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but we all laughed together. Oh, uh, yeah, that was funny. Yeah, that yeah. was a good one. I mean, it wasn't particularly hard for Franco and I to laugh. I, yeah, you know, you were the one. <laughs> I mean, you were already calling it that beforehand. <laughs> yeah, but it was my way to stay hydrated. Just yeah, in case. no, that's and yeah. that's smart. Yeah, right? you were right. the smart one because I mean, I think um, uh, Franco did have some coconut water. Mm-hmm. I was having to like buy water. Yes. Which I just forgot to do or we were just busy covering the event and mm-hmm. looking for things to shoot that you kind of just forget about that. And then when right. it was time for lunch, it was like, oh, I'm going to have a water instead. Yes. And it was it, I was delicious. Yes. Just based yeah. on the fact <laughs> that you need to drink water. Yes. Yep. So definitely um, water and then plan. Um, plan your itineraries like you're lazy. Oh, interesting point. Because you always, and we were guilty about that both years, you always think you can cover more than you actually can. Yes. Yes. Right? So you put a lot more in your plan, Mm -hmm. and then you get there, and you're like, oh, I've only got 25% of this. Right. You know, like last year, I mean, 2019, we planned, and then out of the 100%, we maybe got 25. If that. If that, I think this year we were probably at the like the seventy five percent mark, which was perfect. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I think we 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 got a lot of what we were looking to get. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, w- I would say you know don't fill up your itinerary too much. Make room for, you know, going out for a drink or whatever. At least one day. Yes. Right. It's mm-hmm. in kind of enjoy and cap off your trip. I right. Think we enjoy doing that. And uh, I guess almost um, to a degree. And in line with what you're saying, depending on the number of days, give one day one haul. Also count the outdoors as one day. Right. Because that's how we divided our time. Yeah. And outdoors harder. Yes. Because you're getting beat up by the sun. Correct. And and sometimes it wasn't even that hot. No, it wasn't hot at all. But just walking around and all you know, if you're covering it, like mm-hmm. trying to cover every inch or you're trying to cover that whole outside, mm-hmm. it's just you just be prepared. Yes. For the heat. You'll need more water yes. in that case. But I think you're right. Dedicate one day to each hall, mm-hmm. If, mm-hmm. especially if you're trying to get through all halls. Right. So then you've got to be there the whole four days. Yeah. Of the event. Yeah, for sure. Which is tiring. It is. Yeah, That's it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It's definitely a lot of work. Um, You know, we what we did about. You know, kind of making sure we were done by a certain time. And then we got back to the hotel. We planned out our podcast, Mm -hmm. did Mm. our podcast. In the meantime, Franco was editing the footage for the day, trying to come up with some, you know, recaps for the day that we can post. Yep. And we threw a few things up of the day, kept our stories going. Um, But then all that, you know, bleeds into eight o'clock, nine o'clock, you know, like and and getting dinner so you're not gonna have a lot of time for fun things if you're content creators right if you're content creators right. for sure yeah if you're just boothing then you probably could just walk away after you're the yeah you're ends. not really worried about all the stuff afterwards yes yeah so but you're boothing so yeah that also is tiring yeah yeah like that one girl we saw yeah who just was staring at her phone yeah the entire like she was in the same position for like 45 minutes <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yeah. And it's like, oh, man, that, but that must be tiring. That must suck. It does suck. Yeah. I've done it. I've done it. it yeah, yeah. I've never done it. Yeah. Well, no, not like that. 
I think I've done boothing at school, mm-hmm. which is a little different because you're ditching classes. Oh, okay. Okay. You're not supposed to. Right. But if it's if you feel a little better about it, uh-huh, uh-huh. if you're ditching classes. Gotcha. And you got something to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, uh, eat off site. Eat off site if you can. Eat off site as much you as can. you can. As much as you can. Right. I don't think it's worth. There's so much good food to eat out there that you should plan around it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a know, good that's a good way to put don't it. Don't go don't just eat SEMA food cuz it's there. Yes. Enjoy the fact that you're in Vegas and it's uh, it's got all kinds of foods available. Yes, yeah. I opened your I awakened your uh, your eyes Yeah, to some spots, you huh? and a billboard in Vegas yes. are responsible for some of the best food right. we've had or I've had in a long time. Now, there are different philosophies about giving away the names of these spots. Okay. Anthony Bourdain mm-hmm. refused to give the name to some of the greatest spots he ate at. Oh, okay. Because he didn't want to burn them. Okay. Right on. Right but on. at the same time, if you don't, you're mm-hmm. not giving these places promotion. Yes. To stay alive. Mm-hmm. But they don't necessarily need They your, don't need us. They definitely yeah, don't need well, us. They don't need us. But yeah. I'm thinking like in general. Yes. Right. Right. So are you of the share where it is, you know, what it is camp or I, the kind of just talk about it vaguely and keep it to yourself? And he did that with Lotus of Siam. Yeah. Which is the one restaurant you said you didn't appreciate as much as you thought. That's it got right. Overhyped. And that's what ruined it for you. It got overhyped. Uh, maybe a little bit. Right. I mean, I, I can I can tell if the food is good or not yes and i just i wasn't into it yeah it and just, it may be what you ordered also yeah right? it, may, it absolutely could yeah, be what i ordered you, you can't do a full menu in one sitting oh right? no so, definitely not so i'm of the camp that i do make the recommendations okay i mean that's my that's a part of one of the joys in my life is f- people loving to eat yeah and i'm me enjoying it with them yeah and watching the reaction and their eyes light up as they bite into the food that i recommended and the first the recommendation that you made was for one night was tacos el gordo tacos el gordo yes and i almost got the whole menu yes i got carne asada tacos i couldn't finish it Mm -hmm. and i got el Al Pastor tacos yes. and an Al Pastor quesadilla, which yes. I didn't know what to expect. Yes. And we're eating it at uh, we're tailgating. Yes. Because I forgot my mask mm-hmm. um, and we're eating and it's just I've never had. I've never had that food experience in a parking lot like that. <laughs> right on. That right it on. was so good. Yes, it was. It was so good. Mm-hmm. And you, have you had the quesadilla before? I th- I have in San Diego, yes. Oh, okay, San Diego okay. I definitely recommend trying yeah. that too for yeah. sure. Yes. How many times have you had that prior to this time? Only twice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that was shocking to me because I was expecting like your normal street taco, taco. Mm-hmm. which is like the meat, a little cilantro, yeah. some onion, yes, and then some salsa that you put on there. Yep. Whereas with them, they already had sort of a recipe to the taco that included like some avocado mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. each of them are different. It isn't yeah. like they're putting the same toppings on each meats. Yep. Yep. But the quesadilla one, that one was. I should have gotten it. Out of this world, yes. man. That food was <laughs> so good. It was crazy. Right. And it just looks like a kind of like a, it just looks like middle of the road kind of place. Yes. 
Yeah, but but it was it was definitely there's a reason why it was so packed in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there mm-hmm. was a lot of people going in and out. Yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'll definitely be going to the one in San Diego. Yeah, sooner than later. Okay. Yeah, but that's, that's almost that's almost like that one is almost permanently in the Vegas rotation. That's a good way to put it. Absolutely yeah, agreed. For sure. Like Absolutely it's like agreed. a default. Yes. And then the following day, uh, we want to take some friends out. Friends out. Fix and, a bong bong. Yeah, fix a bong bong. Eli's coming out. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're trying to think of some different places to go. You had mentioned Park MGM to go to some um, other place. I, f- I don't remember what it was. Do you remember? It was actually it. Ter- oh, for the Italian food there. That was just outside of where we. Oh, ate. right. Right. Italy. Yes. Yes. Right? Correct. Italy. Yes, yes. And we stopped at a gas station mm-hmm. and right before to the gas station, there was a giant billboard yes. that said be- uh, best friends. Yes. And it was like the front of the shop or like Roy, Roy, Ch- Roy, Roy Choi was on the mm-hmm. billboard. Mm-hmm. And we're like, why don't we just go there? Because it, it had like a very L.A. vibe. Well, part of that was also I didn't get to go to Best Friends last time I was here or in Vegas. Oh, you wanted to go. I wanted to go, but it's not kid friendly, man. You have got to scream at every each other. I mean, you said of, you, your kids would survive they would, it. They would survive. But like if I need to deal with them, I cannot address it. Yeah. In that environment. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, definitely. You wouldn't enjoy it as much with a kid. Uh, yeah, maybe. They, and the, the kid- reason why for everybody listening, because they're probably curious, it literally is. And this is how Eli described it. Yes. Like a club that has tables and serves food. Yes. Like yes. it very much is set up that way. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you literally just take the club. You put some tables and seats in there mm-hmm. and that's it. And it's thumping the whole time. Yeah. I think we were all hoarse. <laughs> yeah, by the end of dinner, yeah, screaming at each other, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. But it w- the food was amazing, and I what I said to you was, uh. I could not believe that Tacos or Gordo, El Gordo has already been dethroned uh-huh. as the best taco <laughs> I've had this trip <laughs> or in Vegas. Yes, yes, yeah. They had the Kogi tacos that were oh, uh-huh. they were so uh-huh. good, and you went vegetarian. I went vegetarian, yeah, because it was a test of what. How skillful they were with their vegan options or vegetarian options. Okay. Because, uh, you know, Kogi truck, you know, we can get Korean barbecue tacos. Yeah. I'm sure I'll go back to eating there. We owe our wives a trip to Vegas. Oh, for sure. Yeah. To eat at that place. Oh, just to go there. And we might go twice in that same trip. Just yeah. To just do more <laughs> of the menu, you know. Right? Yeah. Yeah, for right? sure. And so, um, so that's why I didn't feel like I needed to go on the meat um, side of the world. Okay. And we ate in and out also. Uh, at a yeah, that's true. Yeah. 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 So, so how was that? It was amazing. Also. Yeah. They took uh, eggplant and they breaded it nicely. So there's a check texture. Right. And a crunch. They put a, a, a light arugula on top. So it was not a strong arugula. Yeah. So I, you've had arugula. I imagine. Yeah. It gets gross if it's like too strong of a, of <laughs> yeah. a leaf. Yeah. Yeah. You're eating weeds. Yeah. Basically, right. Yeah. They put a lot of the very light tasting one with a vinaigrette on top. Amazing. Yeah, Just I mean, I'm definitely I, I was I'd definitely be curious, like, where do most SEMA attendees go get their food? 
Uh, like, what are these spots? There's so much to eat in Vegas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, and I've barely scratched the surface. Yes, I think. I mean, but it it I'll probably have to try Lotus Siam again. Yeah, go with me see. next time, and I'll pick the menu option uh, choices. Yeah, maybe we'll try it out. Cause yeah, you're not the first person to. And that was on my that. list. Actually, I was considering Lotus of Siam for the group. Yeah, and I mean, you're like the eighth person that's mentioned it to me mm-hmm. on top of. Anthony Bourdain. Correct. Yes. So, yeah, I think I think that's probably the second most fun thing on these Vegas trips. The food, like finding food to eat. And this year we did it right, whereas the first we, time we didn't do it right. Yeah, I mean, we well, ate a lot of SEMA food. We did. You're right. We ate a lot of SEMA food with the kind of idea that we're saving time. Yes. Yes. Eating here. Screw that. Yeah. No, I think we did a lot. We did a lot better in terms of planning in general, which yes. kind of lended itself to being able to do these things. Correct. A little yeah. bit. And then we yeah. cut our day early so we could record, get our content going and then go eat at a decent spot. Yeah. 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 So recommendation to ourselves for 2022. Do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we don't even have to think about where to eat. Yeah, those are default, yeah. right? How long does it take you usually before you're tired of a place to eat? Oh, no, I don't. Uh, a lot. Yeah, same here. <laughs> so, same here. Yeah. I know people that it wouldn't take more than a few. No. Like there has to be no, like no. months in between. No, that's not me. I could eat at the same place every day for oh, a while. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, if okay. I haven't exhausted the menu, then I, I'm not tired of the place yet. Oh, but you can't eat the same thing. Um, I could eat the same thing yeah, if I really but loved I mean, that's it. Not necessary, but so. I'm curious about what else a good spot like your best friends might right, have. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, because you you had a vegetarian dish. Imagine yes. what they can do with a meat dish. Absolutely. And there's other Asian spots. So we'll future trips to Vegas for SEMA will include other Asian spots that are new and we didn't even cover. And then I was going to, I mean, I, I was kind of going to end on this. You kind of answered it already. Sort of. Are we going next year? Um, so my thoughts beforehand was, man, this is sucks. We're going to go to SEMA. Yeah. Even on the way to Vegas. I'm not, I'm just like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but then getting off the monorail and starting stepping off, seeing the action, the cars again, getting onto the parking lot and kind of being in the environment. I was actually looking forward to seeing stuff again. Yeah, I kind of got for me. It wasn't until almost day two. Okay, it was until the tread pass for me. Okay, I was kind of bummed, and I think I was, I kind of voicing this. Yeah, on the first day, it just didn't seem there wasn't a lot that interested me. Okay, you know, and car wise, car wise, car wise. Yeah. So I was like, wow, you know, there there isn't as much this time. It mm-hmm. isn't, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, we started cool with that E30, but then it, and so I was kind of just feeling the same way. Once I got into the Toyo Tread Pass, things uh-huh. changed a little bit. Sort of my mood changed a little bit. Okay. And then okay. the next day it was a completely different experience. Mm. And because of day two, I was more excited about going back next year. What on day two triggered that? Uh, just the cars, the people. Oh, because we were outside. Because we were outside. We yeah. saw cars that interested us more. Yeah, we got. Yeah, and we talked to a guy that drove thirty four hundred miles. We okay. You know there was that. yeah there was yeah it just seemed like a different experience, like mm-hmm. a younger SEMA experience. Okay, I see. I see. I, well, I mean, most of the first, I guess, the first part of the day and day one, it was all EV stuff. Yes. You know, which muscle EV, which is cool, but I guess it's just not exciting. Not as exciting to me. 
Okay, and that's fair. Yeah, that was kind of like, yeah, nerdy, boring, techie shit. Like we know what EVs are just capable of. Or whatever. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was interesting. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it was boring. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or even nerdy. Okay. But it was just kind of like, hmm, that's interesting. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Kind of. Whereas. The next day felt more like I was at an automotive theme park. Ah, you well, know? you know, th- there's burnouts behind that. Us that helps too. And backfiring. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's a lot. It's a lot different. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like going to an event that requires a suit versus going to an event that you can dress whatever you want. With. Yeah, a rock concert. Yeah, so a rock concert. That's kind of yeah. how it felt. Yeah, the outdoors was the rock concert. The indoors was all the business. But for you, early on, you um, were ready to go back. Ready to go back to next SEMA. year. Uh, yeah. No, I wouldn't. Yeah, no, I would say I was reflecting as we were walking through the parking lot and getting our media passes. I was like, you know what? As much as I um, didn't have any eagerness to go, I'm glad I went for sure. I'm glad I saw the cars in person with my own eyes. Yeah, because that is always different. Yeah. From the pictures on Instagram and online. Um, touching the all car. the R's are good, so you should watch ours. Yes, yes, yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, just being able to be at the car and look at angles that I want to look at. Yeah. Um, and just stare. I like staring at cars sometimes. There's certain you're, cars. You're that very I, what? What would the uh, what's like a tactile? Yes, uh, I am a tactile person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, yeah you you need to like point and look and examine. Yes, and yeah. re- like really. Like take it in. I want to take it in. Like and and it, there is no requirement of purchase. That's also for you to do that. Yeah. Right. Whereas with me, I kind of since I know I'm not gonna buy it or I know I can't necessarily afford it. Uh I'm not gonna spend too much brain space on it. Okay. But you, yes, sat in every Recaro seat. I did sit in each Recaro seat. (laughs) You know where? Yes. Where and you weren't. I, I don't imagine you were planning on buying one there. Not near time. To- not near to. But maybe in the but few- Not yeah. near term. I was trying to figure out. Yes, you're right. How well or how annoying the situation would be in each of those seats. Right. Which one would fit the scenario best? What's the scenario? Just like a a daily driver. Right. Okay. Okay. You know, like a daily driver, maybe a, a, a half part time track car. Right? Okay. Okay. And so that's kind of what I was trying to assess. And you can't get that from looking at pictures. No, you can't. And you, you also don't know your waist size compared to those seats. Yeah, for in sure. Pictures. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, that, that was the secondary piece for why I sat in every single one. So did you make a decision on one? I did make a decision on which one fit me best and which one would be a good candidate for the SC1000. I don't think we talked about this. Which one would it be? It was that leather one. That I sat in. Do um, you have the model name? Um, not off the cuff. Oh, okay. Um, so well, yeah, when, when the that's not as high on the list of mods, bumper and spoiler probably are higher. But um, nonetheless, that's potentially right after. I would say. Yeah, seat would definitely help. Yes, I am a huge proponent of. The are your seats leather? They are leather. Pretty decent bolstering, but yeah. Might need to be a first mod. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> I just never want to go back to tracking on leather again. Oh, okay. I mean, that was just, gotcha. that was, that was gotcha. pain. Mm. So we are going next year? Date depending. Yes. And what I mean by date depending is like, I just don't know which days we're going to probably go next year. But uh, all like, and I don't a week, know about and, a, and a week, week before. 
I don't know about a whole week. How long do you think you could survive in Vegas? I think the two days we were there was perfect. Three nights, two days is just about right for me. Three. Three nights, two days. So like we did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's I could have right. probably used another half day or an, another day. A, another day, like, could we have done SEMA and then driven home on that Thursday? Yeah. Yeah, you think you But that's not what I would have wanted. Of course. Yeah, like Yeah, that's like, tiring. Yeah, I, mm, that's not even too bad. It's more so what I'm missing out on on Friday. On Friday, it would be nice to um cuz those two days that we were there, we were working. Yeah. Up until I would say 6 when we left. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Like we kind of wrapped everything up and it's like, "All right, we can go to dinner." Mm-hmm. It would have been nice to have a full day where we're just kind of off. Oh, not. and do our own thing and and oh yeah, that's true. You know, kind of just fuck around at SEMA. You know, not not in the brain space of or oh, is this something we can record? Yeah, is this or content? Is this something we, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. How do we talk to this person? How do we talk to that person? Like we can literally all three of us just split up and just go do whatever do what, we do want. Do what we want. Yeah, kind of chill like that for a while. Then maybe at noon, head out for some drinks. You know, maybe at three, go catch a show or something yeah, somewhere. Yeah, Cirque du Soleil or Boys Yeah, Man. and then have dinner in a nightcap. And then Celine Dion's there, I heard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not kidding, dude. Like, like kind of do do that type of. Oh, yeah, you know. And you know. Still have SEMA, maybe a shorter day. But then I know it's a bit more of a stretch for you guys, you know, kind of having families behind. Right, right. I think that's probably the only thing I, I, would, I would change a little bit. Just as a spectator. Go to SEMA as a spectator, not as a media person. I like that idea a lot. Yeah. I really do because yeah. um, I wanted to kind of check out mobile electronics. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of little things that I think we would have been curious about Individually, going, right? right? Where Separately. It's like, but then in your head, you're like, it just doesn't serve our purpose. Correct. Correct. You know, we have a goal to work yes. certain things yeah, today. Yeah, so. yeah. That's what we got to do. Right, right. So I think maybe, I don't know, maybe we can work that in next year. We, maybe. maybe. We'll see. It'll give us more opportunity to connect with more people. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that's another thing, too. Like, you go to it thinking that you're going to you're gonna link up with a ton of people that yeah. you know, you've been talking to your whole year. And then you come to realize there's barely any time for you to just go eat. Yes. So having yeah. a free day of maybe just kind of visiting people mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. talking to everybody and kind of just looking at your own things. I think that'd be pretty cool. Uh, that's actually a really good idea. We still haven't answered the question, though. Are we going next year? I'm pretty much a yes. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. Barring any craziness. Right. Yeah, right. I think yeah, I think it'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I definitely, definitely want to branch out to different shows. You know, maybe the PRI show or oh, maybe that's in Indianapolis. Yeah. Uh, you want to go to Indianapolis for the PRI show? Yeah. OK. I mean, I mean, I guess to you, you, you know, Indianapolis, Indianapolis. So, yeah. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> nah, I'm good. You it's have not, fun, it's John. not Vegas, but I mean, Vegas is kind of. Yeah. Mm, yeah. But then know. you have restaurants like Best Friends in uh, oh, Vegas. So there's no food in Indy. There's nothing that like calls barbecue, to me. right? Not even. Really? No. That's, what do not they eat? Just American food. Like chilies, burgers? Chili. If you want your chili. You want a good chilies. Oh, yeah. Wait, like not even chili. You're talking about chilies like the, the restaurant yes, chain. Yes. That's, really? That's 
That to me is food in Indianapolis. Really? Yeah. There's nothing. There's Maybe I don't want to go to the PRI yeah. show anymore. Yeah. There, it's but not Tokyo for the, Auto Salon. That is definitely know, like looking to maybe doing some of those things in the future not in the immediate future yes but i think that it'd be cool to expand beyond just sema absolutely yeah absolutely but anyway let's that think that's it for the sema wrap absolutely. up let's move into our last segment of today and this week and that's the time machine q and a and these are it'll be one or two questions each time but what these are is kind of asking you questions of your experience as a car guy when you were younger. Okay. And so my first question to you is, have you ever had to push start your car? You mean uh, pop the clutch? Yeah. No. You've never had to. I have never had oh, to. I think we're going to have to do it and record it. I almost had to with the prelude because it died on me at like four in the morning and I was trying to leave a place. And you and, and your your house is perfect for it. Well, it wasn't here. It was in Ontario. Oh. But I chose to sleep at my friend's house instead and just get a new battery and drop it in the next day. Really? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Cuz we did man. try a jump start and it wasn't running, so I was considering popping the clutch, but then it's 4 in the morning and I just want to go to bed. So I didn't even tr- attempt it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I really thought you were gonna. You had experienced this before, Mm-mm. and I've only had so many. Like half, only half my life have I owned. Um, I think it's a car guy rite of passage that you've missed, Randy. It absolutely is. Yeah, it absolutely. I, I think is. we're gonna have to do this, <laughs> like a solo run. You have to do a solo run. Ah! That would be interesting. Yeah. G- grab the old Prelude and just try to do that. Yeah. yeah. Or just the S2000. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It might be easier in the S2000. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can do it with the door closed and then jump in all badass into the seat. I'd rather try on the Prelude. So if I fuck it up, I don't feel <laughs> as bad. But, you know, whatever. I don't think you could. Well, I guess yeah, you, uh, your first time, uh-huh. you're very nervous. Of course. So I imagine you'd be too. Yeah, absolutely. For me... You popped the. You've had I, to I've pop- had to do it many times. Okay, okay, I've had to do it many, many Solo? times. Solo. Yikes. So there was. I don't remember if this was the first time, but it was definitely one of the first few times. Okay. It was in the first Civic I had. Mm-hmm. Um, it was an EK Coupe. EK. EK. Yeah. Okay. It was a '98. Uh huh. Yeah, and oh, Coupe. Okay. Coupe. Um, and I love that car, but I had gone to the doctor's office mm-hmm. and in the, I guess my battery just gave out mm-hmm. in the middle of the appointment. So I go back and I can't turn on the car. So I'm like, well, I, the starter seems to be going, um, but it's just not cranking. So I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll push start it. So I push it out. I'm alone. I push it out, but I'm still very far away from like the ramp to go down. Okay. And I was also young and stupid. Mm -hmm. So I kept trying to push it, jump into it and pop the clutch. And it just, I just couldn't get enough into it. Okay. Cause it was just flat Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I'm just getting more and more tired. Yeah. It's heavy. Yeah. Like, I mean, I give it like five or six pushes and Uh I'm like, what am I going to do? I don't have triple a, like I'm broke. Mm hmm. What the hell do I do? So, like, I give it, like, this, the final push to get in there. On the last one, I almost don't even make it into my car. Okay. Like, I'm so tired. I'm uh-huh. just like, ah. Oh. And then I keep 
kick the clutch, nothing. I'm not pushing the car. I'm like, man, this sucks. And so I'm just, I, I just stand there for a little while waiting for someone to show up. Uh-huh. And then I can have them help me. Mm-hmm. Even if they're in the car and they're the ones that pop the clutch, like at least it's something. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm waiting and I wait for like 15 minutes. And then I finally get the brilliant idea. Push it down the hill. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. And I stood, I, I pushed it over like close enough, but not in the way yet. Uh-huh. Not in the way to block traffic. Okay. So I, cl- I push it there. And it it very much felt like when you started to do like started to skate stairs. Oh, I've never skated stairs. Uh, or what do you mean? You jump off of the staircase? Like when you yeah when you start jumping ollieing stairs and like you're doing mm-hmm. tricks off of stairs. Never done that on rollerblades. <laughs> I guess have you had anything close to that? I don't know what um, it, I don't know what else I would compare it to. Like a kind of like your first attempt at like a wild ride. Maybe? Yeah, or even your first attempt like off a diving board. Oh, that's uh, definitely not. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, I've I've done something like that. Yeah, like it's you're it's very anxiety inducing. You're very nervous. You're mm-hmm. you're you're thinking of every scenario with it, which it can go wrong. And I'm just talking myself back. Okay, because I'm like, what if I don't make it in the car? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. There's no chance I'm gonna you know be able to save it, right? Or well, maybe if hill? I roll down the window. Uh huh. Uh-huh. You what? Was it a steep hill? A relatively. steep. I mean, it was relatively. It was like a, it was a parking structure from the '90s. Okay, so a steep hill. Yeah, it, it's yeah. Steep. It's not. It's not as smooth as they are now. Mm-hmm. But it's steep enough, and at the end of it is a wall. Yeah, it, like it's a building. It goes right. out to an alley and into right. a building. So I'm like, if I put the window down, that way, if I miss it, I don't know. I can close it. Nah, there's no way I'm gonna be able to do it. Mm-hmm. It must have been maybe like 20, 25, 30 minutes of this. Okay. Of debating on whether I should or not, or this is that. But I was starting to get hungry, so I was like, oh, I got to figure this out. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to do it. So I creep the car up. Like, I creep it. I pull the the handbrake. I creep it. I pull the handbrake. I creep it in a little bit, pull the handbrake, and it's like right on the edge. Okay. And there hasn't been any cars in a really long time, so I'm not really worried about time. But at this point, I'm like, okay, now I got to do it. So I get set up. I start practicing it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So I, I jump into the car. I make sure everything's in the <laughs> That's right smart. place. That's yeah. actually smart. So I'm practicing the move, yeah. jumping in the car, practicing the move, jumping in the car. I'm like, all right, do it. If you just, all, right, all right, I got it. I got it. Mm-hmm. So I knock the car forward, and it starts going off the edge, and everything in my mind goes blank. <laughs> <laughs> Of course. (laughs) And I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh, my God, the car's going. The car's going. So I get in the car Uh and I'm like fiddling with everything. But I've made it in. But I'm still scared. Yeah. Because I'm not not in the right position and I'm not thinking straight. Uh But finally, I I kick it and it starts and I break like right at the end of the hill. Oh, shit. (laughs) Right. Nice. Nice. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Uh I'm like screaming to myself. And that was that, that might be the first time I did it solo. That, and that's hard, dude. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a lot of work. Up to that point, I had someone help me. It was on flatland, but I had someone help me. Right. Yeah. Right, right, to right. go down a hill, that's a little sketch. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that's why, like, yours is actually prime. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah, now yeah. I, I would probably just do it on a whim, uh-huh, you know? Uh-huh, but, uh-huh. yeah, back on that one, I must have, I thought that over and over again. I'm like, this is not going to work. Luckily, it worked out. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's really awesome. But now we're going to have to get you to do it. Yeah, I, I I should learn. That's like a life skill. 
Yeah, I don't know how often you'll end up using it though. You know, yeah, in this day and age, yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll need odd things. I mean, by the time you'll use it, you could probably like Amazon a battery and they'll drone it out to you. <laughs> you that's know? probably true. Yeah, that's, a, that's an interesting point. Yeah, and plus now we can afford. Do you have like roadside assistance service? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah I do too. Yeah. Yeah, now there's always those services. Back yeah. in the day, you didn't have any. Of that hell shit. no, nope. dude! I wasn't giving AAA any of my money. No, you know? definitely there's, not that. I got no. yeah. There's no way. Yeah, yeah. If there's no money to mod my car, there's, right. that means there's definitely no money. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's a good point. Yeah. Yes. So when are we gonna have you try this? Oh, uh, we can make prelude. a video out of it. Maybe that'd be pretty funny. A reels. Yeah, like, like yeah, a Randy's first attempt. Gr yeah. Yes. Randy's first push start popping the clutch and popping the cherry yeah. popping yeah. the clutch cherry <laughs> popping the something wrong yeah. yeah yeah we'll have to figure out how to how, how to yeah we'll need to get your prelude that. back yeah uh, that's easy yeah yeah maybe maybe cuz there's potentially work being done to it I doubt that. Okay. Yeah, I highly doubt okay. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> Who's okay. going to fund that? Yeah, that's true too. That's me. a good point. Yes. That, or me, uh, I don't know. It's not me. Maybe not it does come it. back. It could come Have back. Have they found that EG that we talked about? The one that he lost that got yeah. stolen? Never found it. Never found it. Nothing. Damn. It's gone. So that race car is gone. That race car is gone. Damn. I are was you, hoping. Are you still thinking about another car? Oh, yeah. Every day. I, yeah. I almost bid on an Lexus IS. Oh, yeah? The yeah. one on Bring a Trailer? Yes. How much did it go for? It didn't sell at 15 didn't sell at 15. Didn't sell at 15. What do you think the reserve is? Like 22? 20 something. Yeah. I mean, it was a lowish mile, 60 ish K miles yeah. original. But apparently it had a lot of, it has a lot of history. L history, some repairs. Yeah. So that's why I wouldn't have paid the, more than the 15. Yeah. And that's, I was looking at that one too. I forgot about it. Oh, okay. Because I might have bid. Uh huh. Because I thought, mm, probably not. Because I was like, at 15, this yeah. is good. Yes. That was my thought. At the time, it was still like at 10. Oh nine. yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure. But then it went for fifteen, and it didn't sell. It didn't sell, and it, uh, some of the commenters were like, "Yeah, this car's been on sale up in the bay before the paint job at twenty k." Oh, uh, so that's probably what. Oh, and now they're a paint job in. Yes, they're a paint job in. So the, I mean, they they probably are not pricing in the paint job, right? So it's probably still twenty k that they at want, least, right? Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe, right? Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? And it's just. And I, I used to say, like, oh, I'm not going to pay 20K for, you know, a car that I want. Mm -hmm. But now that's starting to feel like the minimum. Uh, Yeah, for a clean version yeah, of a car Yeah, a clean version want. of anything we want. Yeah. Minimum 20,000. What Like, you know, although I, the Z06s, I'm I'm seeing them getting priced Lower, about four and $5,000 cheaper to, to what I was seeing a few weeks ago. Okay, so that puts it in what range now? Mid thirties. Yeah, thirty. Mid thirties. Oh, mid thirties. Mid thirties. That's a that's a good deal. That yeah, I mean, ideally, I think it would be closer to thirty. Mm -hmm, is mm -hmm. where they were prior to COVID. Oh, but I don't necessarily okay. believe we'll get to prior to COVID numbers, and not anytime soon. Not anytime soon, but that's not at least yeah. it, it's floating. And in then that you region. heard what uh, Rich said. You know, whether we interviewed with the Nova. Uh, Nova, yes, that right now it's just cars are being exchanged flipper to flipper. Yes. Right. Which right. means everyone's just looking to make money off of cars right now. Right. So it's not really a good market to be messing around, playing with around in buying. Yeah. It's not a buyer's market. Yeah, definitely not a buyer's, buyer's market. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
but yeah, everything I'm looking at, no matter how cheap it is, you know, even a good like base three series that you know E36 is going for like twelve thousand, like minimum twelve. Yeah, you sold your 335i for ten eight. eight. Eight, oh, eight and a half. Oh, God. And I bought it for five. I should have bought that bitch. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah, thinking about it now, I mean, there's no way I could have kept that car right. just sitting around for right. this long. Fuck. But, yeah, I could have gotten way more for that car I now. should offer you four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, dude. And, yeah, looking back, I'm like, man, that car sold for so cheap. Yeah. Like I got it. I got super lucky for what, you know, what I bought it for. Yeah. That's crazy. It's absolutely crazy to think about. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's probably going for what? 12 to 15 now for that car. Yeah, for sure. 12 to 15. Yeah. Cause I mean, it it was high miles, but that doesn't seem to matter a lot. And you know, I kind of spruced it up a bit, so Mm -hmm, it was good to mm -hmm. go. Yeah. But yeah, man, I'm, I'm kind of itching to get into another car. <laughs> I'm really, really itching to experience something else. Yeah, you're getting bored a, l- yeah, a little bored. I'm not not necessarily bored. I'm not bored because I still feel the same driving the E92 and the E36 and the E36. But you want another? But I want another street car. Like yeah. I want to. I want a, a different experience. I, oh, okay, what does this feel like for a little while? You know, what does the Corvette feel like for the so, while? Well, the Corvette is uh, your E92 adjacent. Right? Yeah. No, not really. I mean, no. they seem like they're completely different cars. Yeah. I mean, yes, that's true. It's a completely different vibe. V8 I think. to V8, though. V8 is... to V8, though, yeah. I mean, it's adjacent in that. Yes. But And it's a little more power, so, you know, getting into the power upgrade. Uh-huh. Uh, but it's, I mean, it's a street car, so the power's not going to be too much, right? I mean, sure. how much am I that going to be, am I going to be able to use? That's of that true. On the street. Yeah. It's sort of more the vibe of the car. And so I want to experience different vibes. Oh, okay. but I've gotten priced out of so many of the ones that I wanted, you know, yes. the NSX, the Supra, the, yes. you know, GTR. Right. It's, I mean, those are experiences that even if I had the means, uh-huh. now they're getting into prices where it's a debate whether you really want to spend this kind of money mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. these cars. It's just so much money. Yes. You know, like what, like how much money would you have to pa- have to have to buy an R34 GTR? R34. Wait, what do you mean? How much money? Oh, do you, would would you need to like have in the bank to have an to, R34? To have an R34 to pay two hundred thousand dollars for a car. To pay two hundred thousand dollars for a car, I would have to have. Um. Maybe half a million in the bank account, knowing that I had money continuing to uh, you so, know, creep so, up. It, so if you had half main, a million, yes, you would give up 200 for R34. Yeah, probably. So you take the R34 and 300K in the bank. Yes. Hopefully that was a lot less than I was expecting. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I think it. I think for me to buy to pay to put two hundred thousand to a car, mm-hmm. I would probably have to have like at least two million in the bank. Knowing that you were having income that would maintain your half a million in the bank. Yeah. Knowing yeah. that. Yeah. Knowing that, like within a year, you'd have a, another half million. With made whole, your half million would be, would be made oh, whole. Oh, you're assuming we're making half a million dollars a year? That's the assumption that I fell under oh, when I made Oh, I didn't catch that. Yes. I didn't catch that. It's assuming that. Oh, that's I can, different. Yes. Yeah. That, yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. Okay. So you're okay. That okay. So okay. You answered it a little different. Yes, I did. Because I answered it sort of total, like a one-time cash. Yeah. Lump. Versus you, like I would have to have a recurring. Yes. Five hundred thousand dollars a year. Maintainable five hundred k, cash. Yeah, that's what it would take. Right? Yeah, that that's where our our centers are. Our answers are very very similar in that case. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You're kind yeah. of in that range. Then. Yeah. I mean, I I I wasn't expecting to be making five hundred thousand dollars a year. <laughs> right. I was just thinking how much I would have to have and still make like what I currently make. Okay. So in that case, maybe just um under a mil for sure. I'm under a mil. Okay. Maybe three quarter mil. I still have a problem thinking of cars as investments right they're not investments in that they'll make you a lot of money right but they're investments in that they're it's fun that you will eventually not have to pay for because you will sell it for what you bought it for yes that's right and that's what my mindset with the r34 yeah we're, and it's hard for me to think of cars that way even at that level and but geez you have car both of your cars are that uh, that I could sell. Mm-hmm. Well, shit, all three of your cars are like that. They yeah, could sell. I guess you're right that I could sell for what I, uh-huh. but I'm not, I'm not paying 200,000. Yeah. Yeah. But you could sell it and you had all the fun and you could sell it and make money. I just think like it's, it's like in California, I imagine it's very hard to sell a GTR. Yeah. Without question. Yeah. Without question. We have to sell it out of state. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah, that's a that's a whole other thing. Yes. But anyway, I think that is our episode. How do you find us, John? You can find us at 91octane.com. That is all letters, no numbers. Also, like and subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. Follow us on Instagram at 91octane. If you want to send us any emails, info at 91octane.com. If you want to try some of the best, best coffee that we're bringing from Guatemala, trust me, you'll love it. Go to Carrera.cafe and follow at Cafe Carrera by 91. Randy, the last words. Shout out to SEMA 2022. Shout out to SEMA 2022. All right. It's Vegas, baby. Oh, yeah. Night. (laughs)